Welcome everybody to The Lawyer and the Layman. We're back and we're doing something very interesting and actually very sort of pertinent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As per usual, I'm joined by Jennifer Stoller and today we have a special guest. Steve, yeah, Steve, how do you pronounce your surname Slaughter, again? Slotter. Slotter. Uh, there was a surname that I was kind of weird about. but <laughs> I've got like, I get slots. My friends call me slots. I get Stoller. I get Stoker. Sto- yes. I get um, <laughs> yeah, Stoker. I get Stole. And then they're like, is it Stole or Stole? But basically, Steve, um, uh, he asked me to do a seminar on Poppy. And uh, obviously, when I did the seminar, we realized how important it was. It was obviously in relation to digital marketing agencies. But I just want to like Steve to give a little little bit of who he is and how you actually came about. Cool, cool. So, yeah, so obviously, so my, I, I, work, I run a company called Globatol here in South Africa. Globatol, we are a wholesale digital marketing company. So we're, um, we do all the things that normal digital marketing companies do, but mm. we do them solely for other digital marketing agencies. So we do wholesale, basically. So when a web designer or an SEO specialist or a um, graphic designer doesn't do a service like copywriting or they don't do graphic design or a web designer doesn't do SEO themselves, they can come to us and and they can outsource it to us and we'll do it all for them, Mm. white label, so that they can put their brand on it. And basically, then they can go to their clients that they're building a website for and say, oh, well, I now offer SEO. Mm. And, and, and that's can... cool, though, because it's also, and I saw when we did the seminar for digital marketing agencies, what I saw that was very cool is that you actually brought a whole bunch of competitors into a room right. to learn something right. and actually right. engage with each other and learn yeah. the most together. So that was, for me, was the so yeah. awesome. Although yeah. we were there for Poppy and... Um, Obviously, if people don't know what Poppy is, it's the Protection of Personal Information Act, right. where certain things have come. It's not enacted fully, so you if you're not Poppy compliant yet, you don't yeah, like, get scared. But you brought a whole bunch of di- digital marketers to educate them, which I thought was pretty cool as well. Yeah, look, I mean, our place in the market is really about um, we we as I say, we help digital marketers run better digital agencies for themselves. When they run better digital agencies, they bring us more work, or yeah. they, and and they we run a better agency, we run a better business, and it's interesting you pick up on that, like that what you saw in that room was a bunch of competitors because yeah. not only is it interesting that you 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 recognise that, but also is the digital marketing industry in particular is incredibly uh, competitive, yeah. backstabby. Um, no one likes to really work together. So it's like the law fraternity. Oh, so like, like, like everyone in this law firm, like, <laughs> smile, 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 and then it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take your billing away. Like everyone's competitive. Really? Yeah, 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 it's, so it's, quite it's bad a space. Well, yeah, yeah. But what, what was cool is that, so we brought everyone in for the protection of personal information because obviously as a digital marketer, as any sort of person now, we need to know what, what Poppy actually right, is. And right. you, you brought them in and kind of, the main question what people ask is like, what is the main purpose of Poppy? Yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing because people were like, well, we have the Consumer Protection Act and we have this kind of act and we have all these acts, but Poppy's been lingering since 2003. I think it's been yeah, a, long a long period long time. of time. Um, like, what actually is it? And yeah. uh, do you even know what Poppy is? As I understand it, I feel like it's when all the people start like texting you saying, hey, why yeah. don't you want to buy insurance? It's how they got that information to begin with. Yes, so that that's one of the aspects. So yeah. essentially what, like in simple terms, what Poppy means and what the objects of it is that the purpose of the Poppy Act is to actually ensure that all South African institutions conduct themselves in a responsible manner when collecting, 
processing, storing, and sharing another's personal personal uh, person's personal information by holding them accountable should they abuse or compromise the relevant personal information in any way. So it's like if you've ever been to, or you've gone to a restaurant or a club back in the day, and they're like, you get those promo girls, they're like, put your email address. Oh, yes. And then they would sell that information to other people. Mm. This kind of act is going to prevent that from happening. I think it's still going to happen, but it's going to have yeah. penalties. If you do it, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So it's actually holding people accountable for things that are happening and the Consumer Protection Act tried to avoid but couldn't really do. Right. That's how I see it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think also, as, as usual with South Africa and, and I think the rest of the world is, um, it's being, in a way, Poppy is, is our own local version of it, so the, the, the South African mm. version of it, but there's a much broader broader one in, in, the, in, the, Europe, in, Euro, in the European Union. Yeah. Um, Britain, GDPR. Yeah, GDPR. Yeah. Now that obviously is when when news breaks on the GDPR, the whole world like freaks out. Yeah, and Poppy is the is our GDPR basically, but even the GDPR is is really um, like ephemeral. Like it's yeah, not yeah. Really, ephemeral, yeah. It's not really like it's kind of vague. concrete. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I took away really from the seminar was I was hoping to to, to like generally come into a new article. So here's how I go. Mm. And she comes to this, she's like, guys, I've got bad news. Like, this is yeah. like cut and it's, dry. It, it, it's yeah. not so cut yeah. and dry. So there's certain things and um, we were discussing afterwards that I, this is law in the layman. I promise you if I had to sit here, I wouldn't be able to mm. layman it. Because mm. like, even when I did the seminar, I remember speaking and I was like, does anyone have any questions? And they were like, oh, and I was like, okay, how about this? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. And then if I ask you a question, then maybe you can ask me a question. We can all engage. Yeah. But essentially, like what, what Poppy says and from the research I've done is that it's South Africa's equivalent of the um, GDPR. And it sets the same conditions for you to lawfully process the personal information of data subjects both natural and juristic persons and sets up other obligations that they need to comply with. So I'm not going to go into depth with because yeah. there's like eight core principles and then there's this and there's this, but one perfect example would be, so, you know, you always get those SMSs where they're like, um, you, you can get a hundred thousand rand loan, uh, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, nonsense, 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 uh, send O to opt out. Yeah. Right, So you actually have to actively opt out in order to not receive that stuff. What Poppy essentially would do in that, in that framework would say, um, well, they will send you a thing saying, we're a loan facility, blah, 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 blah. Opt in if you want to get more information on this. Uh, so okay. it's actually you have to opt in to get it rather than being harassed and then opt out. Okay. So it's kind of like the Consumer Protection Act direct marketing, but on steroids mm. in, in that sense. And I remember another key thing that came out of what you presented that day was so making this into a marketing, because obviously mm. I approached Jen on it because I was like, I have a lot of digital marketers and businesses who I work with directly who have these questions and as a, as, a, as an education platform, mm. when we work with these agencies, we try to help them run better businesses. Also, when you asked me about any of this, I was like, I don't know what you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is a digital marketing agency? I had no idea because how would I ever know that? So, so one of the things that, so obviously they have a lot of questions about that. And one of the other things which was really interesting that came out, a key takeaway was if so we run these things called landing pages. A lot of digital agencies run a landing page yeah. or, or a yeah. Facebook ad. They say, when you click on the Facebook ad, it takes you to what we call a landing page. And on that landing page, we'll say, oh, cool, get 20% off your next, um, uh, your next purchase of this protein powder. Put your details in here if you mm. want to claim your coupon. 
So one of the key takeaways there was that now you've got their details based on that sale of that 20% off that, that protein powder. That is the only thing you can talk to them about is yeah. that that campaign. You can't be like, yeah. look at this oven that we yes. have as well. So it's kind of how, how we kind of con- like condense it was always ask for consent and, and the, the information that you're getting from them has to be relevant to what you kind of want. Yeah. So it's like when you drive into a security complex, they can't be like, what's your blood type? And give me your mm, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was another key. It has to be relevant. It has, it has to, to be relevant. Yeah. And then you also, it's also allowed you now, if some random person does call you direct marketing, you can actually say, where did you get my number from? Where did you get my email yeah. address? And they're bound to tell you where they got your details from. So we actually made a joke. We said, you get two kinds of people, two kinds of people. The, one, the first person that's just going to put down the phone and be like, leave me alone. I'm that kind of person. Yes. And then you're going to get another person that is like, sits down, gets comfortable. Like, like, mission, yeah, yeah. Where did you get this information? Mm. How did you get this information? And that's essentially, you actually become, um, have the power to, A, like, even when they're asking it for you, like if you putting in for pro- protein powder, obviously you're going to give your email address to get the 20% discount. But if they start asking you, like, what province do you live in? What is zip code? What, uh, what is your ID number? You don't have to give that information, yeah. if that makes sense. So that was one of the big ones that, mm. that Poppy created. And I think um, one of the other ones, which was also really interesting, was the concept of data security. Yes. So that, that, so that was a, a big that was one. a massive one. And that one had a lot of eyes in the room going, yeah, shit, like, yeah. I better sort my life out here because it exposes yeah. us. So we what I did, it completely exposes yeah. everyone actually. Yeah. Explo- yeah. So what, how I kind of conceptualized it, I gave an example. The example was, so practically like your owner of a business, um, you get a call from one of your employees explaining that he was on the way home. And in order to work the night on an urgent project, he popped into the Shell, Shell garage his car was jammed, and obviously, as in the case in South Africa, his laptop was stolen outside, like, out of his boot. You obviously, like, get to a point where you're like, well, I'm not really impressed that your laptop got stolen, but what can you do? They're taking it home to work. So you get to a point where you, you say, um, okay, let me contact the IT guy and say, well, this person's laptop got stolen. Can you just try to navigate the, the security password? So, because we have, like, as a law firm, we have people's, any sort of, identity we have we have of this so imagine say for example a competitor got any of that information or anyone yeah. it will be a bit of a disaster so you phone the it guy and you tell him well th- there's been a theft and he says to you that he forgot to put the encryptions and, and activate the encryptions on the laptop so you of the view that everything is encrypted it's code everything and now you're even more stressed because now the client's information that's on the laptop is now accessible to the person that has stolen it yeah. So what Poppy essentially does is now now you get to a point where like ordinarily before Poppy you'd be like okay well obviously this is a bit of a disaster mm. but oh, there's nothing we can do we can just keep us islands and get another laptop, but in terms of Poppy data security has actually become such a massive consideration where you actually need to get to a point that a you need to take steps in order to have CCTV cameras you need to have data security encryption codes. It doesn't specifically remember, it says it mm. didn't specifically set what you need to do, but it had to be industry-based. So, obviously, um, is a, in a law firm, we'll have encryption, but 
like we won't need to have CCTVs like on every single office. Yeah. But it's completely relevant. Mm. And that's on, where I think Poppy is incomplete and, and yeah. unenforced. Because people don't know what they do. So right. it's going to basically be like, well, we didn't actually know what to do. But yeah. what Poppy kind of said was, there's not a standard set of data security rules, but there needs to be appropriate data security measures will have to be designed and implemented in accordance with the nature and practices of each business. So you can't just be like, well, um, I know I have this information, but I only run a beauty salon. So when people give me their numbers and their email addresses for their like updates, I don't need to have any encryptions. Yeah. For me, you would still need to have an IT guy in there that if they have to come rob the place, you would still have some sort of security in order to protect yourself. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to then ask. Like if you're a small startup, say you're doing like a beauty salon or you're a sort of one-man operation, how does how does then that affect you? Do you have to learn So like for IT? me, I would just say like, password. Put a password on everything. Like don't have a well, that Yeah, and that goes to that, that example that you use of the guy, guy losing his, his thing, his laptop out of the boot. Obviously, and that's where I think, again, where Poppy's incomplete is like, everyone's laptop these days has a pass key. I mean, you lose someone's phone, you lose yeah. your phone, or someone, a phone is involved in a, in a, cr- a criminal case or something. You have to get court orders to get it unlocked and how, you know, the whole story of Apple getting involved yeah. and all that. The, the fact is we, our devices are mo- mostly protected, but mm. what if your guy doesn't have a, doesn't, well, let's just say he's mm. one of those guys who just didn't have a, la- a password on his, on his laptop. Now you can get into his laptop. Yeah. Maybe you get into his Google Chrome. I'm just thinking mm. of the example of your data, you yeah. know, your, your email addresses and stuff. You go to the person's CRM where they keep their data, where, where you know where they keep the database and they do the email marketing out of that. Maybe you go to that website and they haven't saved their password. Yeah. yeah. So the no, person you can't you, you know yeah. so you can't get so the the person who stolen the laptop can't get into. But these are all what ifs. But what's what? weird about Poppy is that Poppy says. Here are the consequences if you don't do this. We're not going to really tell you what you should be doing in order to prevent it. But what Poppy actually does as well is that in the instance where um, someone, like, so they call them a responsible person. So you're the responsible person that obviously has the information and now you need to take data security measures. What it says is that if you've been a victim of a security breach and an unauthorized person has had access to that personal information you must A, report the breach um, to the information regulator. So now they're going to establish that if you, your laptop is stolen, so now you've found your RT, you're really like, nauseated because he hasn't done his job or what he's supposed to do. Then after that, you're supposed to phone the information regulator to say, well, I didn't actually do X, Y, and Z. This person's information has been stolen. And then you also have to report that to the data subjects, which are the people's data oh, that you yeah. have. Yeah. So you have to now call every single client and be like, well, this laptop got stolen. Um, yeah. And you must be in a bit of the deep water. <laughs> yeah. So, but you yeah, see, like we have your yeah. medical records and it can be anything. It can be HIV status. Yeah. It can be any sort of information that is personal to you can be right. on, on something. Yeah. And then also, there's also additional consequences of the security breach, which are firstly, that the responsible person will be under an obligation to contain the breach and seek to recover the leaked information if possible. Right. So in that instance, contain it as in block the, the laptop, report it, and then if there's a Dropbox, deny the Dropbox and get the Dropbox back. Secondly, undergo a risk assessment associated with the breach, which entails an assessment of the potential risks faced by the affected data subjects. 
That's insane. Yeah. So I, me as a lawyer, I have everyone's information. Let's say I have a trial where someone has disclosed like, like let's say a rape trial or something hectic. Now I actually have to do a risk analysis of all the details and information that I have. Mm. That's like how much money will you That's... spend on doing that? Like also, how do you even so, do that? So this is something we never actually spoke yeah. about. Because obviously that day was about poppy what it is and, and, and trying to protect digital markets as well, or at least having an understanding. But I think what you're mm. talking about like when it comes to medical records, you're talking mm. about a doctor's office. Yeah, exactly. This is a guy who does no email marketing. He does nothing with that data. He's not yeah. contacting these people en masse at all. Yeah, but so he's away from that whole SMS thing. Mm. But he's got vital information that if it gets breached, it's the same thing. Mm. We never got to the stage where we actually discussed like... Consequences. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Well, like what, what does actually it happens. actually mean... For you, you talking about, oh, you've got to, let me put it to you like this, this is, I suppose what I'm asking is, there are a million businesses in South Africa, mm. and they all have a database of, let's say, 500 to 1,000 on average. Yeah. There's no ways that Poppy can, I think this did kind of come up in the talk, yeah, but it was hard there's no ways that, that they can ex, uh, 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 enforce this. So they gave we gave examples, remember, yeah. so I said some examples of the start of security would be like a CCTV camera device antivirus, access control profiles, encryptions, firewalls, passwords, securities. So essentially, I do think that if you had a small business, you would need some sort of IT guy to deal with this kind of stuff. Because it's like you can't walk around with a, with a laptop that has like, you know, in the movies where they open and it's got a sealed lock. Like, that's not, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not possible. Yeah, yeah, it's not realistic at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I think they've, they've just kind of said, if you or... It doesn't even have to be a laptop. Let's say, like, also, is data security also, because I know my doctor, he doesn't even know how to use a laptop, but he has those file cabinets where he has every single, Ooh. like, patient's file. But that probably is where CCTV camera will right, come in, right. a, an alarm, uh, um, a locked facility, um, some sort of armed response, yeah. which I think it's good because it's gotten to a point where... Like, I don't know if you've ever done that thing where you can you can SMS home affairs to see if you're married. Yeah. And some people are because their information has been stolen. So they've stolen their ID and they've actually been married without them being married. And that's kind of also the problem because if you've noticed now, a lot of people ask for your ID. Like, even when you go yeah. to some, like, yeah. estates, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you can't come in. Yeah, okay, I have a driver's license they... kind of thing, yeah. And so, it's, yeah, where do... Where do, do, do do but those people then need to yeah. be safe with that as well? Yeah, I, I would think so. So for me, if they're asking for your driver's license, I would think that that is relevant to Because you're driving, driving a car. Yeah. yeah. But if they were like... So if I said I don't have my driver's license on me and they said, okay, well... So I don't actually have a driver's license or an ID at the moment because it got stolen. But if I, And they would say, well, you can't come in because you're not giving me this information. I do believe if I like ranted and raved and gave them a bit of poppy, it's also a security guard. Like security guards are like... Oh, yeah. They kind of like come in, don't come in. I have a power. I have power to not let you in. Yeah, so be yeah, nice, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But I know, like a lot of estates, they're probably going to have to like the the sectional title schemes in the body corporates are actually going to have to probably sit down and say, can we ask people for their driver's license? Can we ask people for their ID numbers? Can we ask people for this information? Yeah. Because for me, 
I don't want someone scanning my, my driver's license yeah, yeah. if I've got the power to not let it happen. Why would you allow that? Yeah. yeah. And I have a friend who works in digital forensics and mm. he says the worst thing you can do is give out your ID number because people yeah. can do so much with that. Wow. So much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for me, I even I made, made a joke in my car got stolen because my commissioner stamps were in there. I re- this was actually when we did, it was the day before oh, the actual event. Yeah, it, it was, I think it was the, the, the week weekend before, after. So, yeah. yeah. And my... Literally, my whole identity could have been stolen. Yeah. My ID got stolen. My grand's ID got stolen. My commissioner stamps got stolen. Oh, you may be married. No, I, I probably <laughs> am. My mom would be so proud. <laughs> She'd be like, at least someone's marrying her. <laughs> but no, like I promise you, it was just, it was an absolute disaster. Thank God my laptop wasn't thrown in the mix because I probably would have been fired. Yeah. Because it's just, I've had two laptops stolen out of my boot before from uh, them breaking my lock. But obviously, journalists take the... But even, so what's cool about Poppy is that it's soon, you'll see, we're, we're going to do another podcast where we talk about Poppy and sectional title schemes. Mm. Poppy and law firms. Right. Poppy, like, Poppy is kind of different for every sphere. Right. Like, Poppy, and yeah. even, like, what you do, like, it might affect your, like, line of work. Like, can you ask someone for information Ooh. and use it? Yeah. Like without telling them what it's what it, what its purpose is for. Like there's a lot of so poppy's also cool because you can interpret it and swear it, but poppy's also not cool because it's not black and white. So you also don't know what the hell you're doing. And then does it like extend to? Because okay, fine, ID numbers, personal information, but like, would your Instagram handle, for instance, be personal or public? So for me, it's also so how it kind of is explained is that you get two levels. You get personal information and then you get um, the advanced terminology, which is called special personal information. But the generally personal information um, would be personal information of what of what is like normal. So it would be contact information, your email addresses, telephone numbers, demo, uh, democratic indicators, sex, race, opinions, all of that, okay? Yeah. But then you get to a point where for me, I'm of the firm view, if I put my email address on my Instagram that links to my email and someone emails me, I can't be like, that's my personal information. I put it out there. It's like a reasonable expectation of privacy. Exactly. So you can't expect your Twitter handle to be private. Exactly. But you can protect your Twitter account by saying, this account is private. If you want to follow me, please request. 100%. So the thing is, so what, and then it also talks about special personal information, which falls into a greater class. So how they say special personal information is, is that this ca- it's this category of personal information and it can't be processed in a normal manner. So, however, um, there are exceptions that are envisaged in the acts, which include circumstances where, so if I give special um, information, it would be like medical records, that kind of stuff. But if I want to give it without them, so let's say, for example, I'm sitting and I'm having a consultation about something that is not re- related to medical, and someone said, well, what blood type are you, or what is your DNA, like, and all of that, I can tell them that I'm consenting to giving that information. But I can also sit back and say, well, I don't want to give. So it's like, you know, when you give blood, have you ever seen the questions that they ask you? Mm-hmm. They're quite funny. They Well, not funny, but they're quite... Have you ever, have you ever seen them? I did a while back. I remember there was some very weird ones about my sexual history. Yes, yes. So the, yeah, so the one was actually so funny because I remember we went with a whole bunch of friends and I think like probably out of 10, two only were able to give, to give blood because yeah. the one question is... Um, if you've had sexual activity with a person that you haven't known for like more than a year or dated for more than a year in the last three months, you can't give blood. 
So everyone's like, peace, I'm out. Like everyone <laughs> dropped their pens and they, and they left. But there's a lot of questions that they ask. But for me, that's relevant because yeah. you're giving blood. Yeah. Like you can't be running around being sexually active or like a heroin addict and be like, cool, I can give blood. Poppy exists. You can't ask me these yeah, questions. Yeah, absolutely. So the questions that they ask are so in-depth um, about like one sex life or even when you get asked questions like do you have a previous criminal record? Right. So these questions and this information, but imagine now you fill in that form and they go and sell your data to someone else. That's also, you'd be like, yeah. I don't want everyone in Schindler's or whatever to know right. my sexual activity, any criminal, like if I've, if I've done drugs or whatever. So I think it's also protecting that information, mm. which yeah. it's like another cover around it. Mm. Can you revoke your consent? Like say you opt in at some point mm. to the insurance people. I'm sure you can. Like it's, it would be silly for you not to be able to you, do well, this. On the email box, there's unsubscribes and there's yeah. uh, marking spam, which which for most CRMs, when you unsubscribe from something, it, the, it's not up to the owner of the CRM or the list to unsubscribe you. You literally are unsubscribed by the CRM. So mm. you'll still appear, theoretically, your information will, might still appear in this CRM, but they're not able to email mm. you anymore. Okay. So you can, that actually yeah. removes you automatically from lists. Because I know, I, who, oh, I know Facebook got in a bit of issues at one point in time where like, Deleting your Facebook account was like a whole long mission. Mm. So mm. you had to click there and then click there and then give blood and then click there. Yeah. And then like, yeah. You know, name your unborn child after yeah. them. Yeah. Is it, are there sort of like rule, rules about how complicated you can then make that? Oh, that's the thing. So like we were even saying, so how to kind of navigate it is now I'm sure in our fee agreements, even when we ask for all of this will say due consent to giving this information won't be used for x y and z however like if, if say for example someone subpoenaed me to give him like like because so this kind of stuff doesn't um apply to public bodies so if SARS subpoenaed me to give information about a client obviously if it's not privileged um or let's not use the, the legal but like if they subpoenaed you to give certain information about a person this doesn't apply from what I've read. Okay. So what's cool what's cool and what's not cool about Poppy, it actually has the capacity you can go on and you can interpret it differently. Then also how's it gonna work? Yeah, how's they interpret it, it, it yeah, differently? Exactly. How they're actually gonna enforce it and how they're gonna do mm. um, and that's the thing is like if you, you ask about like how difficult can they make it, I th- based on what I understand mm. from Poppy, they can make it as difficult as they like. And if only one person complains about it, then, then they don't need to change. Yeah. But if multiple people, are, if they kick up enough of a storm in, you know, and get enough traction saying, guys, this is ridiculous, this is what I have but to I think that's with. the regulator's job yeah. is like now to get all these issues yeah. and see. Like I've had many people ask me questions like, what does Poppy mean for me if I am like a poet? I'm like, yeah. I have absolutely no idea. A poet. No, like that was an example. Oh, oh, like, but so like so random so stuff. Yeah, like, what does it mean if I if own I run, a beauty if shop? If I run a, re- a restaurant. Sure. And yeah. you're like, yeah, well, people sign and they, they make appointments at my restaurant and they'll phone in and I'll put their details in the book. Yeah, and that... Yeah. Like, what if that book gets stolen? Oh, well, yeah. mate, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. 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 Like, and that's why I think at the moment, and that's that's the problem I think with GDPR as well, is that it's it's so unenforceable and so so broad because they need to make it broad it needs to be mm, I, I would imagine, to be enforceable yeah obviously. i'd imagine when they write laws they yeah. make really broad laws mm. and then as cases come up in on one are lost in court yeah they they no, make new laws i think the those. regulator will start getting a whole bunch of questions and answers mm. and all of that but 
I think I think what's cool about this the chat that we've had is that that's just the basics, mm. and then what I want to do is that I want us to do a webinar, which I think will be cool. Yes, yeah, cool. And we can actually give the proper content because when I when I throw out words like data security, yeah, it has like thirty sentences that explains it before right. that. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. So yeah, I'm excited to do that, and yeah, thanks for chatting yeah. with us. Yeah, I just wanted to fire off one last one, yeah. like from the seminar. Um, what was kind of the sense you guys got about the sort of just the key things that you think people need to know, especially digital marketing agencies, about what they're doing that they probably didn't know? Yeah. Around Poppy. Yeah. 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 So I think obviously the, I think that will be the goal of the webinar is to, mm. is to take those five or six. So there were five or six key yeah. things. So what I, I think what, I, what my advice at the end was kind of like, Firstly, um, inform all your... So, also, I think the big thing was inform all your employees of yeah. this. Because as much as you know as an employee, employer and a business owner, your employees are the ones that are actually doing everything and right. they need to follow protocol. And then I think the second was create an organized information collecting practice. So, basically, where your company is either a privacy statement or a notice or policy that is, like, super reader-friendly and informative as to the intended use of what you'll be using the information for. So as you sit down with someone, be like, yeah, this is what we do, this is what we're about, if it's protein part of it, we do, it's all protein part of blah, 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 and this is essentially what you need to know if we yeah. with your information. And then I think like what we kind of ended off with was with in terms of collecting private information, it is that Poppy, it is important that obviously that the information in terms of Poppy is only collected to the extent that it is needed for the purpose that you're going to use it for. Okay. So in, in like, therefore, always get consent, always explain the purpose and don't abuse anyone's information. Yeah. Okay. I think that was kind of the, like, therefore the conclusion yeah. summary. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Good yeah. common sense. Mm. All right. Mm. Slots. Shot, brother. I'm going with that. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> do you want to give us your socials? Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm uh, at uh, digital underscore slots on Twitter and at Steven Slot on Instagram. And uh, obviously, Globetel Marketing is all over the place in Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, and all those things. So, um, But yeah, I mean, obviously, when the when this comes out, I'll, I'm actually going to send it out there. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And then follow you guys. And then cool. mine is at Jennifer Stoller on Instagram and at Jennifer Stoller underscore law. And Jennifer, Amy Stoller on Facebook and LinkedIn. And then obviously now we have an Instagram at uh, yes. The Lawyer and the Layman, which is also cool. And a Facebook. And yeah. Click the follows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me, if you search my name, You will. I will pop up on Instagram. Yeah, you never said <laughs> yeah. that before. No, but he, yeah. never, he always, always giving his name. And then I searched and I was like, no, I can't find you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in case you are confused, it's at not in a brothel underscore between each word. And you can also find, if you want to email us, that's lawyerandlayman at gmail.com. And yeah, guys, thanks for listening. <laughs>